0: Okay, welcome back to the Natural Health 365 podcast. As you know, I'm your host, Jonathan Landsman, and we're talking about a particularly very important topic, right? Especially these days, it's all about our immune system. You know, I focus on that quite a bit. And today, I am joined with a good friend who's been super patient about getting onto this podcast. Christine, thanks a lot for being with us. I appreciate you. You know, Christine, a lot of people, they tune into these shows. Jonathan's talking to this person, that person. Tell people in a minute or so, you know, sorry to make it so short, but, you know, a little bit about your background, you know?
1: Yes. Well, I am an author of two books. My background includes 10 years in the field of working and teaching at Stanford Medical Center. Um, I also have been working side by side with the top physicians in functional and integrative medicine, both in Europe and the United States for the last 15 years. And I've been very excited to uh, be asked actually to teach a course on the microbiome to Stanford Medical School residents.
0: So that's a really impressive background. I know you're very passionate about this topic. Why don't we just talk about the first thing right away, this whole idea of, and we have mentioned it many times on our site, but a lot of people might be new to this information, and I would even venture to say a lot of people who are experienced in these topics on natural health might want to share this show with someone who doesn't know much about it. So why don't we start off with a very important basic first step this connection between immunity and our gut health, because our gut health is definitely being threatened like never before. So please talk about this connection.
1: Yes. So the important part, um, Jonathan, is that we are uh, that basically 80 percent of the immune system is located inside the digestive system and it actually accounts for many, there's actually a connection, as you all know, between the gut brain. Many of you have heard about anxiety, depression, ADD, ADHD being connected. So in this case, what we're talking about is the gut-lung connection, the gut immune system connection, which is so critical for these times. And what happens is that as I was mentioning, you know, uh, factors in the gut and how we eat affect our immunity and affect how our lungs are going to react to viruses. So for example, when we have gut permeability, which I've spoken about in a previous Health 365 podcast, where the lining is permeable, then, um, you know, antigens can leak into the blood, bacteria and viruses, what happens is that the research indicates that people with gut permeability also have a poor outcome with viruses and other kinds of serious diseases that we're facing right now, such as COVID-19. So the key to a healthy gut is an abundance and diversity of microbiota, which is what I specialize in, is I guess when you can test, really looking at exactly how diverse and abundant the microbiome is, where is your gut bacteria, how it, is there anything that's in your way? So when we talk about gut immunity, if we have an overgrowth of pathogenic bacteria. It is going to lower our body's ability to fight viruses and bacteria. So I find in my practice working with a large integrative center for the last 15 years 90% of patients say, oh, I thought I was feeling fine, and yet I had a pneumonia overgrowth, I had yeast overgrowth. And so what happened is the gut immune system was compromised by this overgrowth of bacteria that actually made it harder for the body to, to mount the right immune response.
0: You know, Christine, you already mentioned something that I think should get a lot of people's attention. You can actually measure... Physically measure what's going on in the gut. What do you recommend in terms of testing? Because a lot of people would wonder, you know, how do I know what's going on if I I can't tell just in my own head?
1: Well, what has happened since December is very exciting, um, is that I am now doing a PCR DNA test. That has just come out that uses FDA and European Union approved probes. So there are many tests out there. They give you, some tests give you a general idea of what might be happening with your abundance, diversity, digestion, absorption, elimination. Uh, This test gives you a DNA probe independently verified assessment of every single bacteria in that whole world, the species, and also shows you whether you're absorbing your vitamins and minerals, digesting your food, and whether you're assimilating that and what your inflammation factors are. So this is a really important test to take, which is now available since January of 2020. And it measures your gut immune system as well. That's really an important factor is that you know we need to know that data. We need to know that information. And there's some new research from China is that, And I quote from the Chinese research team, the proposed state of gut microbial balance determines whether or not in a person infected with COVID launches a healthy immune response or not. How much the lungs are damaged is directly linked to the gut microbiome and that imbalances in gut microbiota may make the difference between those who show no symptoms, those who get very sick and those who die. This is a quote from the latest researchers.
0: And so, you know, again, people can test it. Another interesting thing you said, which uh, you must shake your head just like I do. So little of this is talked about in the mainstream media. But the fact that all these people are concerned about COVID, no one's really telling people to pay attention to their gut, when in fact, they know that the people that are at greater risk for these bacterial or viral infections are those who are obese that have problems in their gut. It starts there. Even diabetes, hypertension, a lot of these people coming into the hospital, they're very overweight, so there's definitely gut issues there, it's fair to say, right?
1: Yes, exactly. And actually, this particular test we're talking about and looking at inflammation levels in the gut When there is leaky gut and high inflammation levels, there's also deficiencies of nutrients because you're not absorbing or digesting your food. You're not making anti-inflammatory factors. You're also, as that is happening, the body is unable to really cope with the incoming virus is bacteria. And I, I wanna talk a little bit too about the mucosal defense system because the um, now research shows mucosal immunity, which is the key, you know, inside the gut mucosa is 80% of our immunity. So the mu- mucosa of the gut is linked to the mucosa in the lungs. So your lungs will have with an abundant microbiome, one that is, does not have pathogenic bacteria, Uh, The the lungs will be able to keep harmful bacteria at bay and mount the appropriate response. If the right species are colonizing your gut, it will also migrate to the tissues of the lungs. So the most exciting part now that we found, you know, I've done a lot of talks on the fact that breast cancer patients have very bad bacteria, MS, you know, lupus, Crohn's, how significant this data is, which is all on my website around reversing autoimmune disease, you know, using the latest information, on how to have a healthy gut. But in this case, it turns out that specific bacteria that are in the gut, specifically B-lactis and L- Plantarium and L. rhamnosis showed in studies. Now, this is the latest data is that after being given a placebo and also being given a complete strain of probiotics, including those the B. lactis, the L. plantarium, and the L. rhamnosis, there was an impressive 75% reduction when people were given flu exposure and flu viruses in the people that actually got sick.
0: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Like you said before, the immunity is so connected to gut health. And what's interesting is even in natural medicine, which I learned well over 30 years ago, the condition of your gut has a lot to do with the health of your lungs. There's a very strong connection between the two. So I hope more and more people take this seriously. I know healthcare providers really have to focus in on this much more. I know there's a trend in that direction, but Man, what an opportunity there still is for so many healthcare providers. I know if you want to add anything else, that's great, Christine, but I know we also want to move on to how we can boost immunity. That's an important thing to get out there for people, no?
1: Yes, I do want to add one thing, Jonathan, that EMF radiation, as we all are aware of with the thing, work that you've done too, is that it tends to reduce the good bacteria and also causes more of the pathogenic to proliferate so emfs increase proliferation of pathogens and make them more resistant um, to actually changing so for example in a study what happened is that if you have your cell phone on your body which so many people do they did a they did a study showing that e coli was growing much faster salmonella was growing much faster And people who had their phone on their bodies or near them when it was on actually had a change in their gut microbiome. So I think that's a very important piece of it,
0: too. Christine, all I'm thinking about, too, is all those people who lay around so seemingly relaxed with the laptops right on their body or their iPads or tablets. You know, it's just it goes on and on. The wireless radiation is on them directly way too much. So. Let's get into it a little bit, Christine. How do people go about boosting, or as I often like to say, because I don't know so much if it's a boost as much as it is enhancing or making the immune system more adaptive and vital? What do you do to help people to understand what they can take? You know, what steps they can take?
1: Yes. So the number one thing is nutrition, food as medicine. Uh, as you all know, sugar reduces immunity even within 24 hours. And they've done a lot of studies, you know, the college student study where the next day the immune system was down 50% if they consumed sugar the night before. So number one, you know, focus on plant-based whole foods, eliminate all sugars. At this time, it's especially critical. And and also, Have enough prebiotic foods and probiotic foods so that, for example, having sauerkraut before every meal, kimchi, you know, the vibrant foods that have a lot of vitality, leeks, fennel, um, onions, garlic, um, having, you know, soluble and insoluble fiber, making sure you get enough fiber so your short chain fatty acids work because they're going to work together with the abundance and diversity of the species that are in your gut. And most importantly, know that non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, many over-the-counter drugs, even once a week, will, will lower your gut microbial diversity in abundance. So, for example, if you take just one, let's say you take an Advil, you know, once a week, and then you also have high stress levels You're also affected by pesticides, herbicides. Unfortunately, the environmental toxins now have increased to the level where they are affecting. not only our microbiome is being killed off, but it's also affecting our brain because the shikimata pathway, which makes the neurotransmitters, is interrupted by Roundup. So this is very, very serious. It's the environmental electromagnetics, you know, RFs, all the exposures, the toxic chemicals have increased. We've had more and more antibiotics given causing and many medications cause that. The high stress level, it all combines together. So when you look at fortifying your immune system, the number one thing is also eating how you eat, you know, whole foods, the type of exercise you get every day, the type of sleep you get, reducing the stress, which we do at my office, we do the heart math, they teach every patient heart math, heart coherence for stress management, and most importantly, know that the, the eating clean, eat primarily organic, certified organic food is the key. And also the water you drink is such a key. Many, many water, have your water tested because the water in our communities has fluorides, which also in chloramines that affect the gut microbiome significantly. So it's really important your whole body health has to be in alignment with that. You know, the nutrition, the sleep, the exercise, and also the water you drink and other factors.
0: You know what I think we're having as a problem here, Christine, and I've said it many times, but I never feel like I say it too much, is the idea that so often with the things you mentioned, a little microwave radiation, a little pesticides in the food, some chemicals, this and that, too many people, millions and millions and millions of people hear the message, oh, it's just such a little bit, don't worry about it. They never talk about bioaccumulation. Most people don't know that. And the reason why I do these shows and I never get tired, Christine, about doing this topic is because everywhere I go, when I buy food in a market, you know, a regular supermarket, I'll go in get some organic fruits and vegetables a little bit, uh, you know, to supplement what I get from my local organic farmers that I'm buying most of my food from now, thankfully. But when I go into the supermarkets and I see the statistics online, so many people are still buying a ton of the sugary sodas and all the sugary desserts. And you just said how sugar immediately, dramatically reduces immune function. But imagine if you're doing that on a perpetual basis all the time. Those are all the food items I see in the carts and people are wearing masks and they're worried about COVID. They're worried about getting infected or sick, but what they're putting in their mouth is so bad, right?
1: Yes. Yes. That is really the key. And there are some foods also that are especially protective against COVID, which has to do with black rice, Black rice is one of the foods that is very important to eat during COVID season. Purple foods, any food that is purple, purple cabbage, purple chard, purple potatoes, purple carrots have an immediate effect on making your body more resilient and less inflammatory.
0: Why is that? What's going on?
1: Because of the compounds in these purple foods that actually downregulate the 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 inflammatory response. So as you you know every day have a couple of servings of purple foods, which contain the very nutrients and cofactors that will downregulate your body's inflammatory response and increase your immunity.
0: So, you know what? Now that you're on the topic, Christine, as we're closing out for another several minutes or so, we could spend time on more, you know, living in the real world, this post COVID era, right? What is it we're going to do now to really, like you've mentioned a few strategies already, and I hope people don't overlook it because, again, another message that most people get is, oh, organic, that's just like a, that's a luxury thing to do. The nutritional value of conventional food is the same as organic. There's no difference at all. You don't really have to buy organic. And and it couldn't be further from the truth. They never mention the fact that there's so many more chemicals that you're going to eat. And so for sure, you've made it clear, cut out the toxicity, the chemicals. But what other kinds of strategies would you like to get into so that people can really feel like they're not so threatened every single second, you know?
1: Yes, well the important thing is also using gut support formulas. For example, licorice has gut lining repair. I. The other thing is I use a form of colostrum that is very effective in both helping the increasing gut immunity and the lining. I use specific probiotics for immunity. I uh, use-
0: uh, Christine, for, for those who might be kinda new, What the heck is colostrum?
1: Okay, yes. So um, that is actually derived from the cows, you know, from baby cows, from very healthy uh, that have been tested. The one I use is European-based. There's also a New Zealand-based one to make sure there is nothing whatsoever given to the animals that have grazed. And it is basically like the same as if you're breastfeeding your child, it has the boosting for your immunity that is in the milk of those animals for your boosting your immune system. And I think that, you know, for some people, again, this has to be customized. When I talk to people, it's not like you can just go to the store and buy colostrum, buy probiotics. What happens is probiotics are strain specific, species specific, and also must be customized to you because you could be taking a whole lot of one strain, and not enough of another. You might buy something from your health food store that's not viable anymore. We use independent assay-tested, customized professional formulas that are tested by two other labs to make sure that what the bottle label says it contains, it contains, because so many people say, well, why have I taken all these probiotics and my gut bacteria is still depleted? This is a very important part of it. I think L-glutamine is helpful, on a limited basis. It's an amino acid that will help repair the lining. Uh, for some people, again, colostrum may work for some and not others. There's the immunoprobiotics I use. Liquor Licorice uchercetin is an excellent anti-inflammatory for the lungs. As a matter of fact, they show in research that now during COVID times, taking N-acetylcysteine, 1,500 to 2,000 milligrams a day and then quercetin 500 one to three times a day can make a major impact on your resilience as well taking enough d3 you know i've talked a lot about my webinars on getting a d3 test right away if you don't have one you can contact me about a home d3 test we have one that we ship out for you at home but you must have a d3 level of 60 to 80 in the COVID times. It used to be standard doctors would say, great, you're fine. You've got 20 or 30. No, you need to be above 60, at least 60 now or higher. And then also the type of C you're taking, liposomal C we know versus other Cs, looking very careful at highly observable C. Um, there's a lot of research that shows that intravenous vitamin C occasionally, and then if you were to get ill, makes a major difference in how your body is going to respond to the virus.
0: Christine, I can't believe how much in this intelligent world that we live in, that we still hear, and I'm sure you're shaking your head at this as well, just like me, 90 milligrams of vitamin C. Let's just take enough that we don't get scurvy on the boat as we go from, from the UK to the United States like hundreds of years ago. It's like this, this advice to take so little of these nutrients, again, I think it plays on people's minds and it makes them think like, oh my goodness, someone like you and me who talks about taking, for example, a few thousand milligrams of vitamin C, right? It makes us look like absolute crazy people because the quote-unquote standard is 90 milligrams of vitamin C a day? Vitamin D, same thing. It's too many people are being kept dumbed down because they're not being given this kind of information.
1: That is correct. As a matter of fact, we found that people need a minimum of 5,000 IU per day in these post-COVID or COVID times. They're still active, and then a thousand milligrams of C with every meal. So.
0: Okay, so uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, the 5,000 international units, you're referring to vitamin D, right, D and in David?
1: Yes, I'm referring to vitamin D3, and do please get a test. Um, if you are at 60 or above, you would take, you know, 5,000 in a COVID time. If it's not a COVID time, it would be lower. But right now, with what we're dealing with, 5,000 a day's maintenance, if you are, Not at at the 60 level, you might take up to 10,000 or higher to get you to that level of 60 in order to have the immune response that you want to have.
0: A hundred percent. And Christine, you, you talk to healthcare providers. I'm talking to them all the time. You know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing, you know, obviously conventionally speaking, for vitamin D alone, you know, 30 nanograms per milliliter or less. All right. You know, not good. They'll say it. They'll admit it. But I'm hearing healthcare providers that say routinely when people take vitamin D blood tests that they're like in the 20s and sometimes below that as well. But they're seeing that like almost all the time. So many people are really deficient in D, which is directly connected to our immune health. Yes,
1: that it's very serious. And I see that every day in our clinic. And people are told it's just fine at 20 or 30. And then we work with them to get it up to 60. Because again, the functional medicine model is about, you know, getting at the root cause, the root of the tree, what's causing these issues in the lungs is oftentimes a very depleted person. They don't have any D, they don't have any C, and they're also highly inflamed in their gut. They're highly inflamed in their body. And then the message is, oh, my God, this is so deadly. But it's deadly because we are such a sick society. When your body has the appropriate gut microbiome that's healthy and balanced with a lot of diversity and you're eating the prebiotic, probiotic foods, you cut out the sugar, you lower your stress, you have, you know, good sleep, good good immunity, um, you take the supplements. You know, I do recommend Really looking at um, zinc carnosine, also zinc carnosine really repairs the lining and helps with the gut. I recommend you know selenium, a certain kind of selenium that's easier absorbed. Um, depending on your blood tests and other tests, you really look at what nutrients you're lowing because we actually do an assay that shows you exactly what your nutrient status is. And I think that you need to boost those nutrients. But just know that when you hear these terrible messages, oh, my God, it's been a deadly day. Yes, it is serious, this virus. However, remember the people that die and they get so ill have this kind of a basis. They're extremely compromised already.
0: Christine, you've done a beautiful job outlining who is at greatest risk, and you've given a lot of great uh, steps along the way as well. I mean, this is the most important thing for people to keep in mind. When they're not feeling well, when they've got digestive compromise, when they have a lot of toxicity, when they have a lot of inflammation in their body, just doing a little bit of this and that, and again, I'm saying it with all due respect, it's just not enough. We have to be very intelligent about this. Not get stressed out because too much emotional, mental stress is not good for the immune system, but get smart about this and be a bit more aggressive. Aggressive doesn't mean reckless, but I think like what you say about the supplementation, when you're so depleted, we've really got to take a very proactive approach or else we're never going to get our heads above water, if you can use that as an analogy, right?
1: Yes, exactly. And taking an approach of doing the repair, you know, repairing the gut, re-inoculating it with the right bacteria that your test shows you need, and then revitalizing your immune system by following the guidelines of the things that we've talked about. And I also find that, you know, every country in the world that does national health care or that does the kind of, you know, socialized medicine is doing these gut functional tests. We did that in Europe in the places. What's exciting now is that this test is available here. The latest technology is now available to test and see exactly how your gut immune system works, what's happening at this time, where you're depleted. There's a, the nutrient tests to assess what you need for your body to boost immunity. And then really looking at the lining of your gut, looking at every aspect of digestion absorption, because without that, you know, that's what's so critical for boosting your immune system and your health.
0: It's great. Christine, real quick, I know you have a special offer. Talk about where people can get more information about you and your special offer. Yes.
1: Uh, please go to www.digestivehealth.org center, C-E-N-T-E-R, Center. Our phone number is 650-856-3151. We have a very special offer for listeners, limited time of a gut immune system test with a consultation. So now you can find out with a simple one-time stool test, exactly what the status is of your gut immunity and what you need to do about it. And we also will be offering our comprehensive PCR DNA gut microbiome analysis, which tests every aspect of your microbiome, the diversity, abundance, digestion, absorption, inflammation, short chains, you know, everything that you would want to know, including a test to show how resilient you are to colon cancer, which is a new one.
0: It's great, Christine. Always love talking to you. You have a very, I don't know how to put it, just a nice, calming, intelligent way of putting things. So I hope people at the end of this show feel a bit more empowered, like, hey, there's something I can do. So thank you very much for being with us. I really appreciate you.